we are up and grateful for life. It is a rainy day here, but nonetheless, we give the Lord thanks and praise for His mercies towards us. This morning, we are reminded that we serve a God who can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or even think according to the power that worketh in us. This is taken from Ephesians 3 verse 20. Last week, we started looking at restoring our brothers when they have been overtaken by a fault, they have fallen into sin, and this week, we want to look at some ways that we can try to help. We are also reminded that in order to do this, we have to be gentle, not harsh or condemning, and we have to remain humble in order to avoid being tempted by sin ourselves. So before we look at the ways that we can help, I just want to remind us that we are not the ones that do the transformation. We are not the ones that do the actual transformation, but it is the Holy Spirit. What we do is we sow the seed. As Paul said in 1 Corinthians 3 verse 6, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So we have to approach restoration with this understanding. It is not us, we are just seed sowers, and it is God through the Holy Spirit that will do the work. So we first want to help the person to acknowledge your downfall. First of all, how do I know that this person is walking in error? I have to align the behavior to the scriptures. So I can't just think out of my head that this person is walking in error. This is why the person assisting with restoration must be knowledgeable of the word. And of course, you can start with Galatians 5 verse 19 to the end. Last week, we started at Galatians 6. So you can go back a chapter before and you can read through as well as there are many other scriptures in the Bible that you can use for reference. Remember though that not everyone will be quickly remorseful, which is why we have to be powerful in our approach as well as persistent, as it may take more than one go. But we must never give up as it is not the will of God for any to perish, especially where sin is concerned, as his son's blood was already shed for this purpose. We also have to encourage the person to repent of their sins. No, repentance is an act of repenting. This is to express regret, which could be in a form of a prayer. Repentance also encapsulates a turn. As the Lord said in Second Chronicles 7 verse 14, to turn is to go in a new direction. This is not always easy, which is why the support has to go beyond, as we would say, the repentance or sinner's prayer. And as you go along, make it a point of duty to remind the person that even if their heart condemns them, God is greater than their heart and God knows all things. This is found in 1 John 3 verse 20. Again, we help the person through the leading of the Holy Spirit and prayer to acknowledge their sins and we help to lead them to a place of repentance as well as we continually offer our support, whether it's through Bible studies or any other Christ-centered approach as they go through the process of returning to the will of God and walking after the Spirit. And you may ask yourself, why should I do this for anyone? Other than it is our Christian duty, in doing this, you will not only have helped someone to restore their relationship with God, but you may have also just started a chain reaction, as most persons tend to pay it forward. Someone helped me, so I will help someone else. And in doing this, we make more disciples and lead other persons to Christ. Alright, God bless you. See you on Tuesday.